Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment of my College Football Breakdown series. Breaking down all 133 FBS college football programs. And I am uh, beginning or I am continuing with the Minnesota Golden Gophers in this segment. Uh, last year, Minnesota went 9-4, and 5-4 four, and four in the Big Ten. Um, <clears throat> a team that relied a, on a really, really good defense and a great rushing attack. Uh, Mo Ibrahim, one of the best players in program history. The program's all-time leading rusher is now off to the NFL. I'm excited that he's with my beloved Detroit Lions as an undrafted free agent. I think he's got a great opportunity to make the team there at that position. And... Uh, It'll be interesting to see this team moving forward. Um, going with uh, a different quarterback. Now, well, a quarterback who started a handful of games last year, but we'll change some things up offensively now. And, and I'll get to that into that during the breakdown. But just interesting. It'll be interesting to see this team moving forward um, as they kind of have a little bit of a shift offensively from what they've had in the past handful of years. Um, starting the breakdown, they uh, the Golden Gophers play at Huntington Bank uh, Stadium, formerly TCF Bank Stadium. <clears throat> one of the one of, uh, I've never been. Uh, it's one of those on my bucket list as a stadium traveler like myself. Um, huge home advantage, especially in November for those late home games with how cold it gets in Minnesota. Great atmosphere, great fan base who's really passionate about their team. And over the past, especially during the P.J. Fleck tenure, they've they've had uh, some really talented teams to cheer for. Um, some other fans of football might know that the Minnesota Vikings played there for a couple years while they were building their new stadium. Uh, <clears throat> but this is this is a they have a big home field advantage there. Um, the bank is what they call the fans call it. Uh, just a just a really really good venue. Uh, to watch a football game. Uh, coach on the rise in the program. I am going with Matt Simon, who is a co-offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach. Just was promoted to that uh, co-offensive coordinator status this year. He has he played at Northern Illinois, was a wide receiver, and then played for the New Orleans Saints for a couple years in the, in the NFL. Um, but has plenty of experience working with Coach Fleck. Uh, he was offensive quality control coach at NIU, at NIU in 2010. Uh, moved moved up to tight ends coach at University of St. Thomas, right there in, in in Minneapolis as well. Moved on to Rutgers in 2012 as player development, and then in 2013 he was the wide receivers coach. Then he joined uh, Coach Fleck at Western Michigan as the wide receivers coach from 2014 to 2016. Uh, 2017, 18 he moves up to Minnesota as wide receivers coach, and then 2019. Uh, becomes the passing game coordinator and the wide receiver coach. And then from 2020 to now, he's a co-offensive coordinator, wide receivers coach. So young coach who who has obviously has that playing experience, has been with Coach Fleck for quite some time. He knows <clears throat> the, uh, the culture that's in place that Coach Fleck has built. Um, just and, and as a younger coach, I really think he has the opportunity to move up the ladder uh, fairly quickly. Uh, especially with the offenses that they've been able to put on the field over the past handful of years. And let's go ahead and, uh, well, I'll get into the offense, but I, I think having him now, having him as a co-offensive coordinator with a quarterback who can sling the ball a little bit and with some really talented receivers and a tight end who could be an All-American, 
really, really excited to see this new look offense moving forward uh, with him being one of the guys in charge. Uh, looking at their 2023 schedule, uh, the Golden Gophers open up Thursday, August 31st against Nebraska. Big conference road game to start the year. Made for TV, that's for sure. Um, but a really good matchup there uh, for for the Golden Gophers. Then they then they play Eastern Michigan, which that is no slouch for a non-conference game. Eastern Michigan went to Arizona State and beat them last year. And Eastern Michigan is the best coached team in the MAC. Uh, you look at uh, next the following week, they go to North Carolina. Then they go to Northwestern, host Louisiana, host Michigan, go to Iowa, host Michigan State, host Illinois, go to Purdue, to Ohio State, and then host Wisconsin. Uh, really, I, I give the Golden Gophers a ton of credit for the non-conference slate that they're playing with Eastern Michigan at North Carolina and Louisiana playing some really good teams. Uh, Drake May could be a Heisman favorite, the quarterback of North Carolina. Louisiana is no slouch in the Sun Belt, and Eastern Michigan is a fantastic team out of the MAC. So I give them a ton of credit uh, playing a tough schedule. Then you play the Big Ten schedule. They didn't get the, they drew draw the short end of the stick this year. They get both Michigan and at Ohio State out of the East. So and Michigan State for that matter. So the the conference must not have liked them or something because that that's a that's tough. But uh, this team is is well put together and they can handle it. Uh, looking into the uh, offense now, position by position breakdown. Minnesota is handing the keys of the offense over to the Greek gunslinger, as he's called, uh, Athen. I'm going to butcher this, I'm sure, but Kankliamanis. Uh, Kankliamanis started five games last season and threw for nearly 1,000 yards. His strong arm and mobility give this offense some options, a different type of option than Tanner Morgan was as a, as a passer, uh, a lot more mobile and, and has an extremely strong arm um, that, that really – uh, could do some really nice things for this Golden Gopher team. Uh, the running back core loses the program's all-time leading rusher, like I said, and Mo Ibrahim. Uh, he, he's one of the best players in program history. It can't be understated. Uh, the Golden Gophers do add Sean Tyler from Western Michigan, who is very productive in the MAC and is also a really good pass catcher out of the backfield. I think he's going to do really, really well in this offense. He also could do some damage on special teams potentially, uh, then they have freshmen freshmen Zach Evans and uh, Darius Taylor will be relied upon as well. Uh, this is the best receiving core of the P.J. Fleck era. 6'7 uh, tight end Brevin Spanford is an All-American candidate. He is a surefire draft pick when he comes out. He, he is a fantastic football player. Then wide receivers Daniel Jackson and Chris Ottman-Bell also return. Ottman-Bell is coming off an injury. Um, the additions of Corey Crooms from Western Michigan and Elias, Elijah Spencer are, are massive. Both were all-conference level players. Uh, Crooms coming from the MAC and Spencer coming from Conference USA. Um, so really, really good additions there. Um, and you'll see a theme with some Western Michigan additions throughout uh, throughout the Minnesota team here. Uh, the offensive line loses three starters, including Remington Trophy finalist. Uh, John Michael Schmidt, uh, unbelievable player for Minnesota during his time. Uh, right guard Quinn Carroll and left tackle Arante 
hearsay are uh, will be relied upon and the others with with experience will step up and, and fill in the roles that they're needed um, they, they've done well recruiting so I think that they'll have the guys put in place that they want to have to really make a statement on the offensive line uh, shifting to the defense now uh, Minnesota had one of the top defenses in the country last season and they did so without a pass rush uh, that was a focus in the spring. Uh, defensive tackle or defensive ends: Ja Joyner, Danny Stringow, uh, Jalen Logan Redding, and North Carolina transfer Chris Collins seem to to be up to the task. And then defensive tackles: Kyler Bow and uh, Devin Eastern could start inside. So, like I said, a, a really, really, really good defense last year, but they just didn't have a pass rush. Um, really. So that was a really big focus for them. I know Coach Fleck was really, really focusing on that in the spring. <clears throat> the linebacker core will be led by Cody Lindenberg, who had 71 tackles last season. He was an honorable mention All-Big Ten as a freshman. Uh, really, really good player moving forward for them. Then the addition of Ryan Selig from Western Michigan gives them a valuable piece with experience, who's played a ton of games in the MAC the third Western Michigan edition uh, this offseason via the transfer portal. Um, the secondary lost two to the NFL and one to the portal. Um, safety Tyler Newbin returns and is a potential All-American himself and a 2024 first-round pick, one of the best in college football. Cornerback uh, Justin Whaley also returns. And then the additions of cornerback Tyler Bride from Georgia Southern and safeties Craig McDonald from Auburn. Rowan Zolman from Miami, Ohio, and then Jack Henderson from FCS Southeast Louisiana provide great depth. Minnesota likes to do a 4-2-5, so they, they're going to need some of those additions from the portal to step in. And uh, Henderson could, could be one of those guys in the nickel situation where he could really do some damage. It was a really nice player at the FCS level. Um, on special teams, punter Mark Crawford returns but needs to add distance to his 40.6 yard average. And then the kicking position will be a battle between three players with uh, Dragan Kishik uh, being the favorite, it seems. Now my final analysis is my opinion now on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The Big Ten West is wide open. Um, so Kankla Manis' play could lead the Golden Gophers far when it comes to that. They have, like I said, they have an extremely difficult schedule which, which could do them in, uh, but there is plenty of talent on this roster to make some noise and turn some heads. I think Minnesota this year is going to be one of those teams that's not as highly regarded as uh, some of the other teams in the West when it comes to making some noise. But I think if they really come out against Nebraska that first game of the year and show what they're made of and show what they can do offensively, I think it's going to set them up really well moving forward <clears throat> but like I said, that they, they have a difficult schedule. I, I give them a ton of credit for that non-conference schedule that they set up for this year. And then conference play, I mean, you get those crossover games in the East that are extremely difficult. Granted, you get two of them at home with Michigan and Michigan State, but you got to go to Ohio State. Then you got, obviously, the Big Ten West. you got to play everybody. So it, it, it will be difficult for Minnesota. Uh, but credit to them for the schedule that they've created. Uh, but like I said, this this defense has some really, really talented pieces, and then the offense is going to be a lot better than what people would think. I think a lot of people are going to see Mo Ibrahim leaving 
and they're just going to kind of be like, oh, Tan- uh, Tanner Morgan's gone. But <clears throat> Kanklin and Menace and the, <clears throat> and the upgrades that they've made in the receiving core, I think are going to be huge for this team moving forward. So hope you enjoyed this breakdown. Uh, this is one of the favorite things that I do. I really, really love doing this <clears throat> year in, year out. Um, so wherever you're listening, please like, subscribe to the podcast. Get the podcast Twitter account at follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good night. God bless.